Back here on Sedano and LZ here on 710 ESPN, your home of the Los Angeles Lakers, the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. And don't forget, in the 6 o'clock hour, between 6.30 and 7, we got Santa Key uh, coming down your chimney. When you hear the Santa Key sounder, you can be calling number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you will win one of our Lakers goodies. we got a lot of prizes to give away here during the holidays. And speaking of the Lakers, we have world champion Kyle Kuzma joining us here on Sedano and LZ. Kuz, what is it like to have your name attached to the word champion? Um, well, thanks thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, obviously, it's uh, a great feeling and, you know, really a childhood dream. You know, it's something that when you grow up um, playing this game of basketball that you love, you, you just – you want to win an NBA championship. I think that's the number one goal that every player that comes in this league wants to do, and uh, I accomplished that. So, How have you changed? How, how have you grown as a person since the days of your rookie year to where you are right now? Oh, uh, I've grown tremendously. Um, just being, um, you know, kind of a deer in the headlights uh, when you first get drafted and you're kind of, you're kind of um, just thrown into being an adult all of a sudden. And... Um, for me, just um, learning and, you know, asking questions to my vets and peers and going through trials and errors, you know, I've grown tremendously. Kyle Kuzma with us here of your Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Kuz, I mean, look, you, you were, to LZ's point, you know, you're put in a weird spot, right? Like in the sense of, you know, you're this young player, you were playing on this young team, uh, and then, you know, year three, you're thrusted into a different situation where there's a lot of veterans on the team, there's LeBron, there's AD, there's a more natural pecking order. You're coming off an injury, unfortunately, because of what happened to Team USA, so you got a bit of a late start trying to get back. Like, how would you describe everything that you went through mentally and physically, especially pre-bubble? Um, well, you know, I've just been in different situations uh, my entire career. Uh, going back from rookie season, second season, third season, I've been in different um, situations and options on different teams. And for me, I've, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to, you know, just keep my head down and keep working and, um, you know, just have the gift of just trying to uh, adapt to my surroundings and uh, situations. And, uh, you know, things come and go and uh, challenges always arrive and, you know, I've done uh, my best to, um, you know, handle those situations as a man and uh, be professional through them. We know what the best part of being in the bubble, winning the championship. What was the worst part? Uh, man, the food. I think the food was the worst part. Um, you know, obviously, as athletes, you know, we, we eat as healthy as possible. and We're, we're so accustomed to having our own chefs and um, you know, just our, our daily routine of what we eat. And, you know, after games, in the bubble, you might eat fried chicken wings or, or pizza. And, you know, that was kind of like what was good. So, um, you know, that was one of the most challenging parts, you know, especially, you know, thinking of winning a championship fueled on, you know, uh, greasy foods is uh, pretty crazy to me. So. <laughs> How did you spend your downtime, Kyle? Oh, man, uh, just a lot of um, a lot of reading, a lot of um, – uh, painting, I paint, so, um, you know, just try to find ways to um, do something, you know, because obviously in the bubble it was also, you know, you play basketball, then you just really go back to your room. Um, if you have an off day, you might go golf or uh, go to the pool, but outside of that, uh, not too much. 
You know, there were some people in the bubble who had problems keeping it together. You know, we saw reports about sneaking women into the rooms and things of that nature. <laughs> did you did you guys clown any of those guys, Lemon Pepper Man or anybody like that, you know, in your downtime? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the bubble was its own reality. You know, it was kind of like we were detached from the world. So, you know, anytime you kind of uh, heard about things, you know, you kind of laugh and, you know, giggle about it. But, um, you know, for us, you know, we never had any, any type of issues like that or anything. You know, we were just focused on getting out safe and uh, with a ring, and that's what we did. You know, I, I want to ask you about the painting and, and the reading a little bit because you brought that up. Um, painting is supposed to be very relaxing. I, I don't do it, uh, but I know people who do. Um, how did you even come about that as, as a hobby to do inside the bubble? Um, it, it wasn't so much just a bubble thing. You know, I, I've always been a, a creative type of person and a, a drawing type of person. Super fun to me is obviously relaxing. Get your mind off of things. You can paint and paint and look at the clock, and three, four hours might go by. So, um, you know, it's uh, very therapeutic, and just for me, you know, being a creative person, you know, it sparks that. You know, one of the reasons why I was on your the Coos train early is because I'm from the D, and you were born and raised in Flint. And I've been watching yep. Yep, you sir. use your platform you know, to address the water issue that has fallen out of the national conversation, but you refuse to let it fall out. And so when I think about that, the fact that you have a half-sister, I believe her name is Brianna, and obviously this summer with Brianna yep. Taylor. Can you talk a little bit about just how you're using your platform now on social issues, and can we expect you to continue doing that going forward? Um, yeah, you know, I think it's important for athletes and, um, you know, people just to voice their opinions um, no different than, you know, anyone else on uh, social media. Uh, it's all about, you know, sparking conversations and um, trying to get on the same page with people with thoughts and how you feel. So, um, you know, it's definitely important. Kyle Kuzma with us here, your Los Angeles Lakers. Kyle, I mean, obviously there were some tumultuous moments in the bubble, um, you know, in regards to social justice. And, you know, you guys came – you know, to my understanding, you know, close to not playing. How close was it? Uh, man, it was it was really close. It was really, really close. Um, you know, it was a point in time where it was kind of a, a judgment decision and, um, you know, everyone really voted not to play. You know, not saying our team, but from um, just a league standpoint in the bubble. And then, you know, we kind of really got it together once you kind of realize what's what at stake for um, – you know, us using uh, the platform that we had and also just from a business standpoint and uh, losing money out. Um, and uh, it, I'm glad we all made the right decision to stay and finish. You know, Mark Spears wrote a fantastic piece about you last year around this time of year because your family wasn't able to spend Christmas all together until uh, last season. What's the plans yeah. for Christmas this year, seeing how, how the, you know, the season starting right around that same time of year. Uh, yeah, I mean the plan. Um, you know, I, I honestly haven't really discussed it too much uh, with my family. Um, obviously, obviously, it's COVID going around, and um, you know, just trying to take precautions and be safe. But um, you know, we'll, we'll try our best to to link up and um, do everything uh, with the right procedures, and um, 
and make sure we're just doing everything by the book. Hey, Kuz, you know what? Stick around for one more segment because we got a we got a lot to ask you still, and we got to pay some bills. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back in a couple of minutes with champion forward of your Los Angeles Lakers, Kyle Kuzma. Next, you're on Seven Ten ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Back here on Sedano and LZ here on 710 ESPN, your home of the Los Angeles Lakers, the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. And Kyle Kuzma with us here. Kyle, I want to ask you a couple of things. Like in regards to, um, you know, you mentioned earlier about the painting and reading and being therapeutic. You guys live in this weird world, right, as far as, athletes and entertainers and just famous people like you know Elsie and I do a radio show we work on TV on ESPN or whatever and you know we deal with trolls and nonsense all the time too but you guys deal with it exponentially worse than we do like 10 20 times worse you know day in day out no matter what you tweet no matter what your game is like good game bad game um you know you have found yourself in a situation or at least it became public knowledge that you were off Twitter for a little while um what was behind that um, you know, just, you know, uh, we all, we all kind of get trapped in the matrix at, at certain points in times. Um, and we fall into a different type of reality, which is social media. And, uh, no, you know, for me, it just, um, just tried to, you know, just, I just try to stay off it as much as possible. Um, obviously, you know, that's our, that's our way to find, uh, news um you know just know about what's going on in the world and uh when you constantly have to just um you know see just just people try to say that you're a failure in life you know it doesn't even really make sense so um you know i kind of just try to live my life and um you know just go about it because you know, everyone, everyone's entitled to their opinion and whatever, um, and so am I. So, yeah, but I mean, you sometimes interact with people who say negative or hurtful things to you. Does this bother you? Oh uh, no, it's no, no, never, never a bother. 
um, you know, it's just a nuisance when, you know, things kind of cloud your thoughts, um, you know, as humans. So, you know, I think uh, the best thing, obviously, you know, I love to read. I love to meditate. I love to find other ways to just stay present and, you know, where I'm at in, uh, in my life and uh, my family's life. And, you know, you kind of just find out what's really important. So, um, you know, it, obviously social media is always... Um, you know, it's, it's always a good thing. You know, we all love to go on and um, look for sources of entertainment and life, but, uh, you know, it's not real life, and uh, people understand that. So, Yeah, can people I, can, are a pain in the ass. <laughs> people are a pain in the ass. That's the reality of it, especially they on are, social media. They are a pain in the ass, but I, I, I need to ask you something, though, bro. Can you hook a brother up with a PS5? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I already gave those out. Those are those are, those long gone, long well, gone. Well, what what about the Pumas? Like the shoes? I saw the commercial. You posted that on Twitter uh, and on your social media. Um, like, what about the Pumas? Can can we get can we get some? You know, I don't know. I'm I'm a small dude. I got like size nine and a half. Like, you got one of those for us for Christmas? Um, actually, they're all sold out. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, they they sold out pretty quick. Um, business is booming right now. Uh, you know, had to reactivate my Twitter for, you know, marketing business, sales purposes, and partly because Twitter called me and, uh, you know, said my, my ratings or metrics are high, so they needed me back on. So, um, <laughs> but I'm doing, I'm doing everyone a favor. Well, since business is booming, we're looking at the business of the Lakers, and there's a whole lot of money flying around in some brand new contracts. I know you're happy for the other good for the other guys who obviously deserve what they got, but your time is coming too, no? Uh, yeah, my time is coming. Um, obviously, being on a rookie contract, and um, you know, obviously that's just standard, and that's how um, you know, obviously coming to the league, that's what it is, and um, you know, uh, my agent is handling all that with the organization, and you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. What is it like, though, to know that you're going to have, you know, that at least for, you know, for now, like, you know, I don't think it was ever really in doubt that AD was going to be gone, but what is it like for you to know that you're going to have this group that you have, the core, yourself and LeBron and AD um, and and these new guys that are going to be in there with Dennis and Trez and Wes um, and all these guys that are that are coming in? Like, what what are your expectations? Like, what what, what has been discussed, if anything, about – this upcoming season already? Um, I mean, obviously there's a lot of excitement. You know, we got younger, um, which is always a positive, especially with how this season is going to play out. So, um, you know, it's just a lot of excitement. You know, we have a chance to repeat and, you know, obviously having a lot of uh, different new guys in, um, and, you know, just trying to, you know, help them get uh kind of initiated into what we do, um, our culture, which which is a championship culture. And, um, you know, it's exciting times. What are you working on right now as far as your game is concerned? Um, you know, just um, just trying to improve, man. Uh, that's the biggest thing. Um, every single year you always come into the league and um, you reflect and just try to build on what you did last year, uh, just trying to improve, um, you know, just defensively and, Know, my all-around game and just try to get better every single day so 
Kuz, I got one more thing for you because I know we talked about the Pumas and uh, and it's out there and they're sold out. Um, but I saw the commercial and I loved it. I loved it because it's everything that you embody. It's everything you told us about here, about kind of your mindset and everything we know about you. The one minor criticism I have on it. You ready for it? What's up? You screamed and won and What's you're up? in a gym by yourself. Um, oh, bro, I yeah, do that I mean, all the time. Well, if you... If, if you um, I mean, if you, if you ever played basketball growing up, you know, you're in the gym by yourself and, um, you know, you scream Kobe after you hit a shot. You know, it's all about the imagination. Right. Um, but a lot of people wouldn't right. know that because they don't play basketball. And uh, that's kind of what it is, you know, just pitching that imagination that kids have when they're in the gym. And, you know, you're trying to make it as realistic as possible and game-like. And, um, you know, that's what it kind of comes down to. Um but, you know, not everyone kind of knows that because they've never played basketball. <laughs> no, and that's fine. I, You know, I've never played professional basketball or college basketball. I just found it to be odd, which is why I asked the question, but I'm glad you explained it. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with that. It just, But I think you hit it on the head with you talking about your imagination. You are focused in on what you would be recreating in a, in a real game scenario, right? There you go. Hey, Coos, bro, don't worry about it. I say and one when I miss every single shot, whether I'm by myself or surrounded <laughs> by a group of people. <laughs> wait, wait, speaking of and one, you got a guy on your team last year in Dion Waiters who loves to do that. Like, how, how much fun do you guys have, have at his expense in regards to just th- his personality? Because he is a different dude. Yeah, man, he's a great dude, actually. He's not just a different dude. He's a great dude. You know, someone that, um, you know uh, – didn't fuss, didn't fight about his uh, his role, and uh, came in and with a smile on his face and worked and energized the room with um, you know his uh, charisma and his characteristics, character. So uh, you know he's he's a good dude, good funny dude, Philly cheese salute. All right, man. Well, Kyle Kuzma, right. congratu- congratulations on winning the championship. You are now forever a champion, and no one can take that away from you. Uh, Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, as we mentioned earlier. Hope you have a great holiday, and best of luck to you during the season. We hope to talk to you again soon, man. Thanks, fellas. Thanks. Appreciate it. Kyle Kuzma with us here on 710 ESPN. Uh, so Jared Dudley is going to join us at 615 LZ, so in about 25 minutes, we will talk to one of our favorite Lakers in Jared Dudley. If you've never heard Jared Dudley, trust me, you are going to want to listen. And don't forget, Santa Key, as I mentioned earlier, uh, is coming to town, and it's going to happen between 630 and 7, so make sure you keep it locked for that uh, before we're done today and we do crosstalk. Uh, LZ, do you really call N1 when you're not playing with anybody? Yeah. Yeah, Man, dog. I, I got a whole got- like if you're if if you believe people um, reimagine you know pitching in the World Series by themselves or hitting the game winning shot by themselves, then why wouldn't they say and one by themselves? No, but but too? I think I think yelling Kobe is different than yelling and one in an empty gym by yourself. Okay, yelling Kobe as a game winner, everybody does that. Like everybody does the envisions the clock coming down three, two, one, and you shoot the ball right. Like everybody does that. I have never, okay, done it myself. I have never seen anyone do it. I have ne- I, I'm have. i talking about whether it's at LA Fitness or whether I've seen a dude working out at an arena before the game. I had never seen it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's why I asked the question because I had never seen that before in my well, life. Be- and it felt like Kuz got a little sassy with me there. He did. He did. I'm sure he's gotten some grief for it. But I know there are also a lot of people who do it. 
You know, it used to be, you know, and one is what we kind of say now. Sometimes we say got him, even though there's nobody around. You're shooting a jumper because you're working on your moves and you, you shoot the shot. You're like, got him. Okay. Because I- you're, you're trying to build something in your head. You practice something so that the more you practice it without anybody, it's muscle memory when there's somebody in front of you. Listen, I'm glad he explained it and that's fine, but it's still weird to me. Okay. Um, got him. That's homes. fine. I'll open it up. 877-710-ESPN. We got a, we got a segment before Jared Dudley stops by at 615. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Not Kobe. Not game winner. Not, you know, buckets. Not No. And one when you're by yourself. I just want to know. I'm just curious. I could be a million percent wrong here, but I am just curious. What do you yell when you shoot by yourself? Anything? No, dog, I'm just shooting. I'm working on, you know, actually my form, you know, making the shot. Like, that's what I'm worried about. I ain't worried about some fake foul. <laughs> oh, man. You know? Now, look, real. if you want to worry about a fake foul and Kuz wants to worry about a fake foul and people want to worry about it, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I've never seen it before. That's why I I'm asked the question. The fouls, the fouls are coming. They ain't right. fake. It's based upon previous experience. <laughs> Stop. Ain't nobody there. They're fake. It's not real. Uh, all right. We got a three-minute break. We'll open up to the phones, and we got what you need and to we'll- know coming up. Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley at 615. Sonato and LZ710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, 877-710-ESPN. We'll open it up to you. Do you yell and one when playing by yourself? Okay, that is the question. Very simple. And maybe it's yes, maybe it's no. I just never seen it. I have been covering the NBA for 17 years. I have watched guys uh do private workouts i have watched guys do workouts before games i have never seen that happen and kyle kuzma seemed very offended and i apologize if he seemed offended um but i just had never seen it which is why i wanted him to explain anyhow um lz sir black panther is in the news do you want to know why yes black panther is in the news because it is number three number three on the hollywood reporters 20 films top 20 films for this particular decade uh do you believe that there are two better films than black panther in this particular decade from 2010 until 2020 that's correct do you can you think um, of other other movies that you would, I would enjoy say, more than black i would panther? say the first iron man and okay and i would say Oh man, that genre that genre is throwing me off because it's not allowing me to think about all the other movies okay. that I've seen over the last few years. Okay. Um, so let me go through the list for you. Yeah, real go quick. through Very the list. Quickly. Go through the list. Very quickly. So I'm gonna start at 20 and then work our way down. Number 20, The King's Speech in 2010. Great movie. Um, number 19, yep. Call Me by Your Name. Uh, that was I did, trash. I did not see that movie, <laughs> so I don't know what it is. Uh, number that was 18, trash. One, once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's all right. Uh, it's right. worth watching once. Uh, Wonder Woman, number 17. Um, Number 16 is Hunger Games. First Hunger Games was good. First Hunger Um, Games was good. 15, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, 14, I saw this movie, Hidden Figures. 
That was fine. Yep. That was 13, good. Mad Max Fury Road. That was really good. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> really good. Number 12, The Social Network. Nah, dog. I thought I, I thought it was. It really was fine, but twelve. Top twenty, top twenty. Twelve is too high, but I, I I don't have a problem with it in the top twenty. Number eleven, a movie I really love and brought Michael Keaton back for us is Birdman. Birdman is really good. Yep. Yeah. Number ten, Bridesmaids. I mean, Bridesmaids was funny. Bridesmaids was funny. Number nine, I do love this movie, Argo. Yep. Yep. Argo's Number good. eight, I did not watch this one, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. I mean, I saw them all. Um, it was all kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah. Number seven, A Star is Born. Yeah, see, now that's just trash. <laughs> okay, number six, La La Land. I mean, it, well, See, now we're getting trash. Let me guess, Green Book? I mean, what the hell's happening here? Number five, Avengers Endgame. Okay, okay. Number four, that was, that was, Inception. That was actually the movie I was going to pick, actually. Yeah, that's number so four, funny, number in- Inception. Inception was great. Yep. Number three, Black Panther, as I mentioned. Number mm-hmm. 12. Number two. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Number two, 12 Years a Slave. And number Better one? than Black Panther? I mean, you got two choices for a black man. Either you like the slave, you like the, the, the hero. Give me the hero. <laughs> and number one. Are you ready for number one? Moonlight. No, Get Out. What? Huh. I liked Get Out. I, like, I, I don't know Get if it out. was number one, but I liked it. I loved Get Out. Yeah. I absolutely loved Get Out. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. You know, movies are so subjective. Um, I didn't hear any uh, animated options. I didn't hear uh, any Latino or Spanish options. Um, so they're all, they're all quite quite subjective. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. And Call Me by Your Name was a book I read as, and I saw the movie as well, and I just thought it was trash. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, so then we've got one more thing. Did you like Entourage, at least the first four seasons, which uh, seemed uh, unanimously yeah, yeah. praised? Yeah. Um, so Doug Elon, the creator of Entourage, uh, who is, I think, a great uh, director, is teaming up with a team of, like, all-star producers, basically, to produce, in essence, a soccer version of Entourage based on the life of Thierry Henry. And I, I think that's a cool idea because – LZ, as much as we talk about, you know, the Lakers and how awesome it is to be an NBA player and obviously football players and baseball players, ain't nothing like the fame of a worldwide soccer star, if you know what I'm saying. No. no, Especially for a young worldwide soccer star. And And it's really hard for the vast majority of Americans still to comprehend because the sport doesn't hold that space for us. Right. But, like, I do believe the person with the most Instagram followers is actually... Ronaldo, a, a, a yeah. soccer player. Yes, it is. And I think if you look at the top 10 um, Instagram, you're going to probably see more soccer players. And when you look at the Forbes highest paid, you're going to see soccer players. So trust, soccer is a real thing, whether you want to go to an MLS game or not. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Don't forget, also, uh, Disney Plus has a new movie for you. Disney's new movie, Safety, inspired by a true story of Clemson football player Safety, uh, Ray McElrath Bay. It's uh, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus beginning on December 11th. So Jared Dudley is going to join us in about 12 minutes. He is awesome. If you've never heard him, if you're a Laker fan, you are going to be in for a treat because he is tremendous. His energy is infectious. His, you know, he has got... I mean, if you want to say somebody keeps it 100, there is nobody, I think... Um, that I know because he's been in the league for so long now that yep. he doesn't care about what he says. Is that fair to say, LZ? 
I would say he doesn't care about the ramifications for sure. Like mm-hmm. he's 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 not one of those flamethrowers who doesn't no. care. No, but if no, you ask thoughtful. him, he's going to be honest. Yeah, yep, yep. he is thoughtful. And he's, he's prepared to deal with the ramification of his thoughts. Yeah. And thanks to Kuz also and Jared, who will join us on the Celebrity Hotline presented by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. And, of course, Keyshawn joined us on the Celebrity Hotline as well a little earlier. And if you missed any part of the show, you can subscribe to the Sedano and LZ podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. And, by the way, you can unsubscribe and resubscribe again. But, you know, leave a little review. Rate five stars. You know, help the brothers out here. Um, let's go to the phones. I We asked people because Kyle – um, seemed offended, I believe. Maybe not offended. That's probably a strong word, but a little sassy uh, when I asked him about the Puma commercial. And I heard him say, and won in an empty gym. And he, you know, he gave me the, well, you know, if you played basketball. And I'm like, okay. Well, I didn't play college basketball or pro basketball, but I'd never seen that. And, you, you know, as you know, LZ, as Ireland likes to say, we're in the league, right? I've been around a lot of private workouts. I've been a lot <laughs> around a lot of pregame workouts, and I've never seen anyone do that. So I wasn't trying to offend him, and uh, right. I think I think we, we were okay. But I think he was uh, not necessarily thrilled with that question, but whatever. Um, let's go to the phones because people want to answer this. Uh, Jason is in Downey. Go ahead, Jason. Do you ever yell and won that phrase when shooting basketballs by yourself? Absolutely not. He threw that sass hard at you, Sedano. I'm really going to miss him when he's gone. I, I was thinking about That's it. That's not nice. Be- <laughs> okay, okay. I say the three things I've always yelled was money, Kobe, Kobe. and I've done the the countdown three, two, one. Er, I've right. never yelled and won. So it is. It was a little strange, but you know he's a young he's a young cat. Hey, I'm young. not oh, saying it's wrong. Yo, I'm not. I I'm never old. said it was wrong. I still do it. Yeah, LZ does it. I never said it was wrong. I just said I'd never heard it, and it was my and I li- like I literally phrased it this way. I said I love the commercial. I have one very minor criticism, um, and it's this because I've never heard that. And then he didn't love it clearly. Uh, <laughs> and but I explained to him. I said, look, I, it, you explained it. It's your imagination. You're in the moment. You're focusing. I get it now. That's why I asked you the question so you can explain it. Um, so he gave us his explanation. But Jason, thank you for the call. I, okay, I didn't. I just wanted to know if I was crazy because I literally just text three guys who played in the league. Okay, and they all. I didn't say. I didn't say anything. I said, "Have you ever yelled and won when you're working out by yourself?" And they said, "No." So I'm like, "Okay." I just. I didn't want to think I was the crazy one for a second. No, 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 no. You're not crazy, but I. I would say that everybody yells something and won. A hundred percent. Kobe, I yelled and three, won. two, Kobe. one, buzzer, eh, whatever. I've done, I've done fragmented sentences. Can't hold me, dog. Put me in, coach. Can't hold me. Co- <laughs> right. You know, it's like little games you play with. The and I could see how some people think it's kind of weird. I've yelled it. I know people that have yelled it. Um, so, you know, just just is what it is, I guess. Yeah, it is. It wasn't a, I, I didn't think it was that big a deal, but people this, are uh, like. Ramsey Mora just tweeted us and says, I yell, get the elf off me. <laughs> <laughs> That's aggressive, Ramsey. <laughs> uh, let's go. Yeah, that is aggressive, especially by yourself. Uh, Frank in the OC. Frank, how are you? Uh, hey, uh, first of all, I just want to say I love your show. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, never, I suck at basketball. And I've never, I, I, I mean, I play all the time, but never have I shouted and won while taking a shot. But that's all I had to say. That was kind of. Okay, pal. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Happy holidays then, okay? Appreciate it. Love your show. Love you guys. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Thank you. it. Let me grab Rocky in Fullerton. Rocky. 
Yeah, it's going George LV. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? <laughs> so I don't do add one. I do A a lot. A? Oh, like up, A. Well, Shaq, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the dribble back down, turn around. I'm like, hey. Hey, I get that. It By works. yourself? I get the foul. I get the foul all the time. Hey, but shout out to my fiance, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia though. Okay, shout out to her. Okay, Why are we shouting her out? Just, but, just out of curiosity. Yeah, thanks, guys. Okay, see you later. Why do we, why do we shout her out? I don't know. Do but, we know? I mean, shout out to Cynthia. Why not? Are we sure Cynthia? Because he was tripping over the name. I'm a little concerned. Did he trip over the name? I thought he said it was Cynthia. Oh, he was tripping over that name. So Laura, Laura's the judge of this stuff. Go ahead, Laura. Yeah, he was. He said, Z -Z -Z I'm like, are you trying to say Cynthia? Or are you trying to say some other girl? Cause Why are you I trying to get know. this man in trouble? Because he was wrong. He started it. He started I mean, he it. was on the radio. He might have been nervous. I, if, if, if maybe I said, he did something I, wrong. If I said, I love you, James, I mean, Steve, what would you say? <laughs> you, wait, that's different, Divorce. He, he's, he, was in the, he had the right, like, verbiage. You know what I mean? Like, he just he could have gotten stuck. It happens even to us, and we're professionals, you know? Okay, I know so what we, happened. What he happened? did something wrong, and he's trying to apologize. Right. And then he can't mm. even say the apology right. He got nervous. Mm. I'm just saying, he was thinking of the other girl that he was tripping on. No, so, don't know. do that. <laughs> don't do that to my man Rocky, okay? Um, Rocky's let's go about to get Rocky, dog. Let's stop it. Let's go to J Jim in Anaheim. Jim, how are you, sir? Hello. Um, Ladano is absolutely right. Who is Ladano? That would be Sedano, but I don't you, know, sir. but I want to listen to his new record. <laughs> Sedano, but thank you. We I have appreciate been saying N1 since 1958. Oh, then I'm wrong. LZ is right. You're wrong. Is Ladano yes. like a – that should be the new name of the show, Ladano. Well, what Ladano. it means is it means that nobody can guard me no matter what you do. Right. You can hit me. Right. You can beat me up. Okay. And we used to always say that – I'm 75 years old now. Wow. Okay, sir. So and uh, I, you know and 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 we whenever we played, we that that was the thing to say. Uh, you can't stop me, gotcha. But it was always, and one. Well, that was one of the things, but and one was the most popular. Okay, excellent stuff, Jim. Thank you so much for the Thank time. You, sir. And happy holidays. Okay. Okay. Same to you. All right. Take care. Uh, there so you there go. you go. And we found one. Jim in Anaheim, he, and he's he's an old timer saying that he's been saying it so that you know basically. Uh, although he thought I was right, and it was actually you that were right. Um, but nonetheless, there we go. You see? We I'm, got a new show name, too. And we got a new show name. It could be the nickname. Ladano and LZ. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have, I think years, he combined your guys' name, LZ yeah, and Sedano. After, years ago, I used to have a dude that would call me Sedando, which I thought was funny. I used to laugh every time he did it. I thought it was great. Oh, I, liked, I actually liked Sedando. I thought it was kind of cool, too. Um, so anyway, Workshop. well, anyway, so there we go. See, we got people that, that, uh, that were with me that were also surprised by it. And there are people that agree that with ULZ and with Kyle, that is, we're, is we're natural. Cruise. Okay. So look, we, that's how we do it on this show. Uh, we, we let the people decide. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break and we're going to hear from Jared Dudley. As we've told you earlier, another champion Laker today. We will talk to him. His energy is infectious. He is tremendous. He keeps it real. Uh, we will talk to him about the Lakers. Uh, you know what, LZ? We should ask him about what's going on in the league, too. I think that's a fantastic idea. Like with the Clippers and with the Rockets. And curious to see what he thinks about some of this stuff that's out there, like Paul George blaming Doc Rivers for not making adjustments and all that stuff. Let's ask him about that stuff. Obviously, we'll talk Lakers with him. 
Jared Dudley, champion Los Angeles Laker, will join us in four minutes.